I'm Dr. Janelle Anderson, former college professor turned manager in a large corporation turned entrepreneur. And not just any entrepreneur. I've made it my life's work to make organizational life more effective and fulfilling. So welcome to Working Conversations, the podcast where we digest and translate research and ideas on workplace dynamics and serve up to you the most interesting and actionable strategies to make your workplace conversations and your relationships more effective, productive, and influential. If you're looking for proven tools for your workplace toolbox, you're in the right place. Now, let's get after it. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Working Conversations podcast, where we talk all things leadership, business communication, and trends in organizational life. I'm your host, Dr. Janelle Anderson. Today, I'm going to let you in on a little secret. If you were to see me out walking about in my neighborhood, it might appear that I'm talking on the phone. And to be sure, sometimes I am. In fact, I catch up with my mother quite a bit by phone while I'm out walking Bailey, our dog. But just as often, I'm out walking and appearing to talk on the phone, earbuds tucked in and all, but I'm really talking to myself. The earbuds are just a ruse so that people that I meet on the trails or the sidewalk don't think that I'm certifiably off my rocker and also to keep them from thinking that I'm talking to them. Sometimes when I'm talking to myself, I'm rehearsing part of a new keynote, but just as often I'm talking out loud to hear myself think. In fact, one of my favorite organizational theorists and the researcher whose work most profoundly influenced my graduate studies, Carl Weick, is fond of saying, how do I know what I think until I see what I say? (laughs) This quote in question demonstrates how intertwined and tangled our thoughts are with language. Until we put our thoughts into language, we don't precisely even know what we mean, not even to ourselves. Clinical psychology backs this up in practice. We become more aware of what's going on in our minds when we speak our thoughts out loud. Dr. Jessica Nicolosi, a clinical psychologist based in New York, notes that talking to ourselves forces us to slow down and process our thoughts differently because we're engaging the language center in the brain. She notes that, quote, by talking to ourselves, we become more deliberate and this creates a slower process to think, feel, and act instead of being bombarded by our thoughts, end quote. So then in being more deliberate, we are in fact then less impulsive with our language if we've talked it through to ourselves first. Now, this also explains why we want to kick around a new idea with a colleague instead of just going off to have a think about it. We want to hear ourselves talk out loud, not for vanity's sake, but like the research says, because when we hear ourselves say something out loud, we're more intentional. We're more clear. We are more critical thinkers as a result of talking out loud. And as mentioned, we become less impulsive as we hear ourselves talk. If you've ever talked to yourself when you're frustrated or angry, you'll immediately realize the power of being less impulsive through talking to yourself first. When you hear yourself say out loud what you'd like to say to another person who caused your frustration or anger, 
it's a good check on whether it's something that you'd actually say out loud to that person or not. And if you haven't gone through the process of talking to yourself first, you might unintentionally say that thing out loud, that thing that really hasn't gone through your filter yet. So talking out loud is a great way to run something through your filter. So yes, I talk to myself to find out what I'm thinking about something. And I talk to myself to declare something into being. I talk to myself to keep my impulses in check also. And you should talk to yourself too. It will make you smarter. Turns out there's additional value beyond those reasons to talk to yourself. Gary Lupien, a psychologist at the University of Wisconsin-Madison, conducted an experiment in which he had his subjects look through a stack of photographs looking for a specific one, say, for example, of a bicycle. The people who said the name of the objects on the photographs out loud while they looked through the stack found the correct photo faster. That same process can be applied to looking for things around the house. If you've misplaced your keys or your phone, Saying exactly what you're looking for while looking for it will help you find it faster. And it gets even better. Lupian's research shows that talking to yourself can motivate you to move forward with your goals, help you focus on the task at hand, and combat self-criticism. Professional athletes do this when they're training and practicing. A study from Procedia Social and Behavioral Sciences showed that basketball players who uttered positive phrases to themselves, like, I can, or I've got this, while they played basketball, performed better than those who were quiet. There's a particular kind of focus that comes from talking to yourself out loud. Psychologists refer to this as selective attention, and it pretty much means exactly that choosing to focus on one thing at a time and being very intentional and exacting about what you're focusing on. British psychologist Colin Sherry explored the impact of selective attention by asking participants in a research study to state facts out loud. They were able to better retain and recall that information especially compared to participants in the study that didn't speak the information that they were asked to remember out loud. The first group had selective attention on the facts they were supposed to remember. The second group, not as much because they weren't saying the things out loud. When you focus your attention on a specific idea or topic, you raise your intention toward that topic or idea. It keeps it top of mind and it makes it much easier to focus on that topic or idea and that topic or idea only. This episode is made possible by Instacart. If you haven't already started using Instacart, now is the time, my friend. Now, I'm the first one to say that I actually enjoy a trip to the grocery store. I really do. But you know what I like doing even better? Making this podcast. When I was deep in the development of this podcast, outlining and recording the first few episodes, my kids reminded me that they needed to eat. Instacart to the rescue. In absolutely record time, Magnolia, my Instacart shopper that day, delivered chicken nuggets, milk, avocados, fresh berries, and a host of other groceries we needed. When life gets busy, or when you just want to feel like royalty and have someone do it for you, there's Instacart. Get $10 off your first order when you sign up at workingconversations.com forward slash Instacart. 
Now, back to the show. <laughs> okay, so you might be thinking, well, Janelle, that all sounds good, but I'm not like you. I haven't been walking in my neighborhood talking to myself. So how do I do it? How do I get started? Well, first of all, I want to say, if you're one of the people who, like me, are already regularly talking to yourself, carry on. You've got this. <laughs> and if you're not, and you'd like to give talking to yourself a try, I've got four tips for you, a four-step process. Step number one, determine the setting. Where are you going to talk to yourself out loud? I don't want you to be self-conscious. So I want you to find a place where you feel a certain sense of privacy, or if you're going to be talking out loud in public, like I do, you're doing so under the ruse of talking to somebody else on the phone or what have you. So for me, of course, that's with the earbuds in walking in my neighborhood. I'm also apt to talk to myself while driving, of course, when there's no one else in the car with me. If you have an office with a door that closes, that's good too. Anyone who may realize that you're talking will most likely assume that you're talking on the phone or in a meeting of some sort. Some people will choose to talk in the shower or others will talk where they know they will be left alone. Step two, start talking. Maybe there's a work project you need to puzzle through. Maybe there's a personal relationship you'd like to do some processing on or come to understand another person's behavior with a new perspective. Maybe you've just got a list of things you're trying not to forget. Or maybe you're searching for a book on your bookshelf or an object that you've lost track of. So step two is just to simply start talking once you have determined that setting. Step three, listen to yourself. Listen to both what you say and how you say it. First, listen to what you say especially if you're brainstorming or thinking out loud about a new idea or concept or trying to puzzle through something, whether that be work-related or relational. Listen for the good ideas. Listen for the critical thinking. And have a voice recorder or a voice-to-text notes tool nearby. When you hear yourself say something profound or interesting or come to a new understanding of something, absolutely capture it. Listen to help yourself clarify anything that's not well thought out also, again, as a critical listener to yourself. And secondly, listen to how you talk to yourself. Are you kind, compassionate, and caring? That's the kind of self-talk that's helpful. If you're down on yourself, berating, criticizing, or beating up on yourself, you will do more harm than good. I'll say more about that in a bit. And step three, decide if you're going to talk to yourself in first person, second person, or third person. First person statements or I statements can be great for boosting your self-confidence. Say, I've got this, or something similar. Second person statements can give you a little distance if you don't quite have all the confidence you need. Instead of, I've got this, you might say, you've got this sounds a bit like it's coming from someone else. And that can be helpful to give you a little bit of distance if you don't feel that just yet. 
And a team of researchers who published an article in Scientific Reports a few years ago found that when we talk to ourselves in third person, as in, Janelle, you've got this, it's similar to how we think about and talk about others. This then provides a sometimes much needed greater psychological distance for self-control and when we just don't feel that we have the confidence. Again, a further step removed from second person. Those four steps again in quick review. Number one, determine the setting. Where are you going to talk to yourself? Number two, start talking. Figure out what you need to puzzle through and get after it. Number three, listen to what you say and how you say it. And step four, decide if you're going to talk to yourself in first, second, or third person. They all have value. So there you go. A few tips to get you started on the path to becoming smarter by talking to yourself out loud. You'll be smarter because what comes out of your mouth in front of others has already been filtered through your own listening and cognition after you talked to yourself first. You'll also be smarter from an emotional intelligence perspective because you will be less impulsive, especially when emotions are running high. A final note on that critical self-talk. Be aware of your self-talk and catch yourself in any self-talk that is critical, guilt-ridden, or negative. If you go through the day talking to yourself, whether that's out loud or silently, about how the deck is stacked against you and the world is out to get you, it will have a negative impact on your self-conscious mind. It will negatively impact your self-confidence and your self-esteem. So if the subject matter that you're discussing as you talk to yourself is yourself, choose positive, praiseworthy, and admirable words to describe yourself. Okay, my friends, I've got to head out soon. It's a beautiful fall day here in Minnesota, and I'm off to hit the trails, complete with my earbuds tucked in my ears and Bailey on the leash. As you might expect, I'll be talking to myself. I've got some new ideas for my business kicking around in my head, some projects I want to take on in 2023, and there's no better person to hear about them right now than me. Because in the words of Carl Weick, how do I know what I think until I hear what I say? Until next time, keep on talking to yourself or start talking to yourself if you haven't been already and be well, my friends. Thanks so much for listening. If you like what you're hearing on the podcast, head on over to Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts and give us five stars and a quick review. It really makes a difference and it keeps us bringing you valuable content that you can put into play in your life. I'm Dr. Janelle Anderson, and this is Working Conversations.